0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you tips, tools, and resources to help you discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, holistic health and mindfulness coach, Amanda Bickham. Thank you, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Thailand. Thank you for joining me. And I'm really excited. I'm always excited when I get to bring on inspiring people who are doing inspiring things. I'm bringing on a very special guest, Miss Ebony. And we're about to have a really amazing conversation around something that's been very prevalent in our lives about how to get more of what you want by letting go. So Ebony, yeah, it worked. Look at that magic. So everyone, I want to introduce you to Ebony. Ebony is an amazing coach. She's an inspiring woman who helps misfits turn to Maven. She has amazing coaching programs that she leads a bunch of misfits, people who are trying to discover what it is they're calling and their purposes and gain clarity and confidence. And she has amazing programs. Ebony, thank you so much for coming on the show with me all the way from London.
1: Uh, it's so good to be here. I'm so glad that technology to You know, honestly, usually I have music. a little
0: test round because for some reason there's always something funny that like happens, but this was the easiest. So it just goes to show how our conversation is going to flow throughout the rest of our talks today. Okay. Well, first, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you, a little bit about more of what you do, give them a little bit more juice, a little bit more bulk on how you help inspire individuals to step deeper into their power.
1: So I love the intro that you gave me. Thank you. I work with what I call misfits and I I like to distinguish the difference between misfits and rebels or misfits and mavericks because misfits are people who are born different. We see the world different. We've often spent a lot of time feeling like we don't fit in, feeling like we don't belong. Like we see things differently from other people. We're often very creative or sensitive or heart, full of heart and compassion and empathy. Rebels, on the other hand, often have something to prove, right? They like, they want to be different. They want to stand out. Mavericks go out of their way mm. to do things differently. Whereas Misfits have spent most of their life complying, trying to fit in. We're really good chameleons. We can show up in any environment, any circumstance, and kind of people please our way into blending in anywhere. And it's my belief that we were born to stand out. That it's my belief that we were here to spot problems and see things before anyone else does. And we've got the creativity and the empathy to solve them and to show up in a place of solution finding, to show up in a place mm. of abundance and creation, rather than like trying to put a Band-Aid on it or keep anyone small. And so the work that I do in the world is to help misfits. Love and appreciate themselves, own their worth, really understand who they are, what they're here for, and step into being the adult rather than adolescent mm. version of themselves. Take responsibility for themselves. Yeah, and have fun doing it. So it's not all like serious, serious, right? You get to have fun. You get to play. But be self-responsible. Mm. Whilst wow.
0: I'm like, it. that's me. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure many of the Yay! people got that so <laughs> dialed in and it's so beautiful how clear I can see the exact person. That you work with and that you work for. And so thank you so much for doing that because I feel like every person, no matter where you're at and what you're doing, there's this energy of wanting to be a part of something greater in this collective and to have a community of support and someone like yourself who's helping lead that, lead that power, helping people find their power is super powerful. So thank you for the work you're doing.
1: Thanks. And you know what? It's like it's a vocation. It's a calling because I am someone who could otherwise feel othered, feel different, feel separate and And actually like the other thing that, and you probably really get this, that defines us is that we're freedom seekers, but we are freedom Mm. and belonging seekers, right? And we have this really difficult, sometimes challenging, sometimes frictiony thing that goes on where on the one hand we're like, give me space, let me roam free, let me travel the world, let me show up anywhere, let me do my own thing, I really want to be free. And then at the same time, Mm. we also like want to belong, we want to feel connection, we want to know where our tribe is, we want to be in each other's hearts and really belong to something important. And that can feel, I know for me, Mm, it felt like either mm. or for such a long time. And now this work for me is like, no, it can be and or both. Like you can Mm. have both of these things. And that's what I'm really passionate Mm. about. Goddess, yes, yes,
0: yes, so much yes. This is amazing. Already off to a juicy start. So just so you guys know, I met Ebony through another friend of mine. Thank you, Sarah, Divine Goddess. I appreciate that connection. Hello. And we started talking, you know, we just started dropping in. We're, we have similar things that we do in the world. We're passionate about the same types of things, helping people step into their passion and really own their gifts. And we started dropping in around what's going on in our personal lives and what we've kind of realized while we've been on this entrepreneurial journey of wanting to help the world and help other people, as well as help ourselves really dive deeper into more alignment of what it is that we're mm-hmm. called to do here. And we found some beautiful similarities. And so that's what our topic is tonight, about how to get more of what you want by letting go. And I feel like, I'm not sure about you, Ebony, but I feel like you're probably aligned in this, that kind of society tells us to do the opposite. It's like, in order to get what you want, you have to work super hard, you have to be bigger, you have to be stronger, you have to be better than everybody else. And for me, it creates this whole kind of mentality, although I bought into it for a while, what it was doing is creating a lot of tension and contraction and constriction, not only in my physical body, but in my mental, emotional body as well. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on that and if you want to dive in a little bit kind of on your philosophy on it all.
1: Yeah. So my people and myself, like, let's be clear about this. Like all the stuff I teach, I'm really into walking my talk. It's all stuff that I've experienced myself and I genuinely subscribe to the we teach what we're here to learn. Right. So it's with a level of honesty and vulnerability that I say I'm a recovering Mm. control freak. Okay, so I used to believe that in order to get what I want, I need to know how and it needs to be perfect. And I need to be right. And I need to fit in this box. Right. And I have learned that the firmer that we hold on to something, the more we're like, it has to be like this, and then it needs to be like that, and I need to show up like this, the more constricted, and like you said, we just end up in this really contorted, can't even breathe place where our body is screaming at us, and somehow there's still this story going that if I had more capacity, if I could control myself more, if I could control my desires and my compulsions and my needs, that I would be better at achieving whatever it is. And actually, my truth and my reality is that the more that I have let go, the more that I have found my desire, got clear on what it is that I want in the world, but held it in an open palm, the easier it is for it to flow into my life. And there's a real like, it isn't just about being fluffy and like staying in desire. And like there's action involved in this. And we'll get into that. But it also, I think so many people are holding on too tightly to how it's going to show up, who they need to be in order to be that. There. Mm. And there's so much control. People come to me and they're like, if I could control myself better, if I could control my life better, mm. if I could control other people better, that I would feel good and everything would be better. And mm. that's just, mm.
0: no, I completely agree with you 100%. And I feel like the moment that you take your story of why you're not in control of yourself and you put it on something or someone else the moment you've lost all your empowerment, the moment you've given away all your power to everything else and good luck truly owning your experiences and taking responsibility. And I know you are an advocate of radical self-responsibility, knowing that it's this piece of taking responsibility for everything in your life that's going to get you to receive all the things that you truly desire. There was one piece that you said that I know we both have very in common that I'd like to touch on, which was this clarity piece, like the importance of clarity when it comes to aligning with and actually creating your dreams and your visions. This is huge for me and my clients, and I know it is for you too. So do you want to elaborate a little bit more on like the depth that this clarity has when it comes to actually calling in what we desire?
1: Yeah, Actually, I can share the tiniest little synchronicity that literally happened yesterday on this, right? The more that we can be clear on what it is that we want and the more that we are then open to believing that it is possible, that it can happen for us, the more that the universe or whatever it is that you want to call that energy that is constantly working for us to align all these pieces can drop tiny little breadcrumbs in for you to follow. And it's like we get to go on this journey. It's not finite. You don't get to say... This is my vision now. It's in this box again, right? Like every single day, that vision is going to be molding and changing and shifting as you do, and evolving and growing as you do. And sometimes it's going to be really clear in terms of vision, and you can go into like seeing what does it look like. And a lot of times it's going to Mm. be like, well, what does it feel like? Like, am I just chasing numbers on a page? But like, does it feel good to me? Is my body an expansion, like you said before? Like, am I in contraction chasing this thing? hang on a second my vision didn't have me doing this right yeah (laughs) so stepping back into like what's the feeling state like it's not just the end goal it's like how do I want to manifest this vision like how do I want to be who do I want to be in that journey and so little things happen I share this story from yesterday I um, had a guy friend of mine we were talking about some work he's doing and I was like oh you're finished just in time for my birthday you could cook me a meal and he made a joke about how I was fishing for him to cook me a meal and I said I don't think I'm going to be around anyway. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be in Bali. And I don't know where that came from. I've kind of been just been toying with the idea of like maybe Bali in July. And then almost instantly I was on Facebook looking and another friend said, I'm going to be in Bali for my birthday on the 25th of July. Who wants to come and join me? I'm going to book this villa. My birthday's the 23rd of July. And I was like, yes, I totally want to do this. And it's mm. those tiny little nudges, right? Of Like, are you courageous enough to mm. step in when the opportunity arises? Are you courageous enough to take action in line with your vision? And people often think, you know, I can't act, I can't move, I can't do anything until I've got this vision. I've made it into a plan. I've written it down. I've put detail in. I've worked out how. And I would argue that you get to spend less time working on the how and the details and more time really feeling into who do you get to become and what is the version of you mm-hmm. that's living that life already? Because then mm-hmm. it will show up all the way I love that. And that's
0: what I've been actually speaking a lot into lately is this feeling piece because we get so, I mean, we live in the reality of the mind. The majority of live in the reality of the mind where things need to make sense in order for me to feel safe. And it creates this, again, this, this boxed type of story, this linear type of story. But the truth is, is that we are expansive and some of the most, amazing things that have happened in my life. Like the most amazing things I never could have planned for in a million years. Like it's a dream that these things are happening. And it's not because I am, you know, just la 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 No, it's because what I like to say is I plant the seeds. Let's plant the seeds of intention and allow ourselves to give it space to grow. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you just say, okay, you know, one of the things that's really funny that I like to often refer to is the secret, right? Like the book, The Secret, when it came out years ago, like great job on trying to really simplify this understanding of what we're really capable of as our human potential begins to tap deeper, but way too easy of like, oh, I can't just like say, oh, I want a Ferrari and then boom, it shows up. Like, let's be honest, you have to continue to show up in action and in alignment with your intention. So what I heard from you in your story is it's like, you had this feeling that it would be nice to go to Bali for your birthday. You started speaking it into space and then that was picked up in the universe in some way, shape or form and echoed back to you with an opportunity. And I feel like one of the things that we often get ourselves kind of prevents us from truly stepping into and starting to create more of what we desire is that we're not speaking it. It's almost like we're afraid to speak it because we're afraid it's not going to happen. But when we can just speak into it and let it go, Mm. all of a sudden it's a vibration, because words are vibration, that gets sent out and it has 10 times more, if not even more than that, the possibility to come back to you.
1: Yeah, 100% yes. And also what I just love about what you said is the idea of playing with it, right? Like so many people are like, I'm afraid to say it out loud because then that's a plan and it's real and I've got to stick to it and I can't possibly go back on my word. And like, what if people say, yeah, but you said you were gonna do that and then you didn't. And there's so much story alongside your vision, alongside like how it might be. What would it be like to just play with it? What would it be like to be chatting to your friends and be like, and then we'll do this and then we'll do this and then we'll do this. this." And as those opportunities come towards you or there is like, you know, so I say I want to go to Bali and then this opportunity to speak it out loud playfully. Right. With a like, that would be cool, I think. And then this opportunity comes. And actually, when the opportunity comes and someone's like, do you want to put down some money today to buy some flights? I could be like, no, actually, you know what? It doesn't feel right to me. That's scary right now. Or I need to check some other things. And so speaking it out loud and letting go of how it's going to be seen by others or whether or not you're going to go back on your word and being okay with being Mm. in a place of changing your mind Mm -hmm. and having things shift is so important. And I see so many people sticking to something that no longer serves them because they said they would and they're afraid to go back and say, hey, actually, my parameters have changed or my priorities have changed mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. isn't for me anymore. Yeah,
0: I feel like that's a majority yeah. of, you know, like kind of corporate America. Like, I don't want to generalize, but I'm kind of going to generalize right now is I feel that, you know, we're taught this story since we're children, right? Is you need to go into this structure, which is school, and you need to continue and you need to get a degree and you need to get a good job. And then having that good job is going to create safety and security. And then you get a house and you get a wife, and you get all these things, right? And I feel that when we're younger, we don't have this authority. We don't have this understanding. We don't have this self awareness. We're just going along with everybody else because we don't know any mm-hmm. better. And then you start to develop your self awareness and you go through and you spend all this money on school and whatever. And you, you know, all this time and energy. And then you end up in this place that no longer serves you and you're feeling terrible. You have anxiety. You're maybe feeling depressed. You're certainly stressed. Your body is starting to hurt. You have backaches. You name it. There's so many things that are happening in the physical body for so many people that they just continue to ignore because of saving face. Or like, yeah, but I've spent so much time, or this could be a relationship as well. It's like, yeah, but I've invested eight years in this relationship. It's like, okay, and does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel good? And I feel that if we could only kind of lean into this deeper knowledge and this deeper wisdom of the feeling body, then we would be able to be guided so much more smoothly and swiftly into the places that we truly desire to be instead of the story that our mind created that may or may not serve us anymore.
1: Yes. And with that, we're back at radical responsibility, right? So if something doesn't mm. feel good in this moment, does it mean you ditch it? Does it mean you go, Oh, you know what? Like having this conversation mm. doesn't feel good to mm-hmm. me. I'm going to leave. No. Right. Like you add up the fuck up and you're like, okay. It feels good to Mm -hmm. me to be someone who feels empowered. It feels good to me to be somebody who can have the uncomfortable conversations, who can allow themselves to be seen and who can see their partner, right? Let's say in a relationship. And so you actually spend some time diving into being with one another, being in this messy place, right? Like, yes, I think it's really important to follow the feelings of feeling good. But I also think it's really good to feel it and heal Mm it across the spectrum because we have such judgments over our feelings right? like this feelings allowed this feeling isn't this one's good this one's Mm -hmm. not and that's not okay because if you're constantly Mm -hmm. chasing feeling good and only feeling good and not willing to go into okay well if i don't feel good this is a signal it doesn't mean everything is wrong and i must leave it just it's a signal of like well what's another layer here like how can i empower Mm -hmm. myself in this situation how can I get to know myself more? Like, how can I articulate what would feel good? That, I think, yeah, is Yeah, and I think so, also, so too, important. like,
0: what were the steps I took that got me to this place of feeling, which I feel like when you can kind of have, take a step back and be like, okay, well, wait a second, how did I get here? I find in my own self-reflection that oftentimes there was a slight misalignment that I kind of knew it was maybe like a deep intuition that, like, I didn't really listen to. And when I take a step back and look at it, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of had this feeling that this was going to happen, but like I went for it anyways. And I feel like this is super key. And I love that you brought that up because it is important not to just run away from things, but if you're in a situation, sit in the discomfort and what's the teaching? I'm here for a reason. Maybe I don't want to be here for long, but it doesn't mean you have to run away from the situation, but how can I change it? How can I choose to change the way that I'm showing up in the situation? In order to cultivate more of what I want
1: yeah and if we link that back to the topic that we have and letting go it's
0: mm. like letting go of
1: being right right so I remember this expression that kind of came up in the beginning of my personal development journey was you can be right or you can mm. be happy and it made me so angry because I was like no I can be both yeah. I want to be right and happy <laughs> Yeah. And these days, like, being right is so much less important to me because I've let go of it, right? I have let go of needing to be right in order to choose happy. And I think that that's so, so important because this idea of course correcting, we can do it at any time, right? Our dreams can shift, what we want can shift, what the other person want, how we're willing to show up in our relationship can shift if we're willing to let go of being yes, right. absolutely. So I'm time.
0: curious, that makes me want to think, could you share an experience that you had with the audience where you really put this into practice, where you started to kind of understand maybe that you can let go and get more of what you want? Or maybe you didn't really know that that's what you're doing intentionally, but an experience happened where you let go and then all of a sudden everything you wanted or most of what you wanted came into your play.
1: <laughs> oh, there are so many to pick from. Recently in a relationship, I had a very strong feeling that this person and I were supposed to be in a relationship. And we both pursued that. And after like a month of intensity and really like learning from each other and, and being in the kind of relationship that I really wanted, it turned out that for him, we weren't, the trajectory that we were going on wasn't right for him anymore. And that actually what he needed to do was to course correct, right? And was to make a different decision and go ever so slightly that way which changed the parameters of our relationship. And my instant reaction was an old pattern of behavior and an old pattern of behavior that was, if I can't have it how I want it, then you can't have me at all, right? And so my instant response in this was like, fine, well, if we're not in a committed romantic relationship, bye Um. then. (laughs) And I was then like, okay, what happens if I let go? What happens if I let go? of it needing to fit a certain narrative, of it needing to fit in a certain box. What happens if I'm able to like really tune in to what would feel Mm. good, not from my ego, not of like, well, if I can't have it how I want it, then I won't be and I'm not playing, right? What happens if I'm able to go a layer deeper show up in a radically responsible way empower myself speak my truth but also seek freedom and belonging in this moment because what is my intention right my intention is freedom and belonging in this moment so i came back and was like you know what some of the stuff i just said came from a place of fear and like wanting to be right and wanting us to have a story and a narrative that looks like this and actually this is where we are And I really, really honor you for showing up in your truth and telling me what feels good for you and what would you need. And we've navigated that. And in a way that means that we are just as close as we were, Mm. but both getting our needs met and continually in conversation. And I'm able to see now new deeper layers of how I am in romantic relationship or how I have been in romantic relationship that I also get to course correct like, Oh, okay. So there's layers of it. And I don't know if that's like a clear enough example, but it's catching yourself, like catching yourself when you're in a pattern of behavior that Mm -hmm. is led by needing to be right or wanting it to fit in a certain structure or be a certain way. And then tapping into both the power of radical responsibility and like how you're feeling body, like how do I want to feel? What's my intention here? And choosing to do something different. Hmm. Taking a breath
0: into that. I invite everyone else to as well. Wow. Wow. <sighs> that was so, <laughs> so relevant for me. And actually, in this moment, there's this experience that I'm currently having where I'm realizing, yeah, an old pattern. I'm really realizing this. Okay. Like I have a choice in this moment. I have a choice and I can choose to mm. go left, which doesn't make me feel good or I can choose to let go and just trust in the universe. And I've had a mantra that I've been saying since about December of last year when everything started kind of making me let go. And it was just this deep inner knowing that the universe is always working out for me. So no matter what's going on, whether I'm on my way to go somewhere and I get a flat tire, or I had plans to do something and I didn't end up working, or it's like the moment that I can say okay, well, universe is always working out for me. There's something else that I'm supposed to be doing. Okay, what is that? I don't stay in that place of resistance. I don't stay in that place of contraction. And as soon as I let go, as soon as I just let go of that old story or that belief or that thought, all of a sudden, all of these doors end up opening up that I never would have expected if I would have stayed in my own narrow thought pattern of this is how it should be because X, Y, and Z. And oftentimes, that is related to our past, which is something that you spoke into, that is related to our past. But if we're wanting to expand and we're wanting to grow and we're not wanting to really fully step into our greatest potential, then it's really disempowering to focus what we think should happen in the future based upon what has happened in the past and it actually
1: prevents us from expanding. Absolutely. And then we come back to this idea of clarity right? and your vision again. okay? So we get so hung up in the what it's going to look like or how it's going to turn out, which I said before. But right. Like if I'm like, and this is the story and this is how we met and this is how it went and this is how he is. And, and like all of those things, then yes. I'm not trusting the universe, right? Not letting go. And so if we come from a place of and to work with me or to work with you, there's this underlying truth that is, I believe mm-hmm. that the universe has always got my back. That I am here as an evolutionary soul who is here to learn and grow. And if the primary function of my time here is to learn and grow, then I have to believe that the world and everything around me is set up to support me rather than it being out to get me, right? We get so attached to a particular outcome, right? I'm like, it's going to be like this. So what if it was even better than that? What if there was a sense of ease and what if there's an opportunity for something even bigger than even you can imagine right now? If you've got really clear with the universe, the type of person you want to be, the types of sensation that you want to experience, the kind of people that you want to hang around with, what you want your environment to look, feel, sound like then the itty bitty details aren't yours to micromanage right you get to choose and you get to make a decision again and again and again like that is our work is to choose and take action in every moment like which thought am I thinking which action am I taking but aside from that like it's a co-creation now it's really beautiful when you witness someone dancing on their own but if you watch someone dancing with a partner Mm, isn't it mm, twice mm. as beautiful and that's what we get to do. Like, I know I can create things on my own. I'm a huge, wonderful creatrix, right? But the stuff that I get to create in connection with the universe, in collaboration, as a co-creation. Mm, it's much twice more powerful and much more magnetic
0: because you have, it's just energy. When energy comes together, it multiplies. So it's super powerful. Wow. So this whole concept of, you know, letting go to get more of what you want. One of the pieces that I feel is also really important to point out, is that you don't have to, and I feel a lot of people get caught up in this story of, well, when I get this, then I'll feel like that. When I get this thing, I'll be happy. When I do this, and that thought process in general is taking you out of your opportunity to feel how you want in this moment right now, regardless of what you have. And one of the things that I've been playing with, and it's actually, I'm reading this book, you probably know it, It's Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza, have you read it? Okay, so he's talking a lot about quantum physics and this is not just like spiritual hippie mumbo jumbo, like this is what we use in our own lives, this is what we use in our coaching, whoever we're helping, this is what is actually even in quantum physics, which is this deeper knowing that we're all vibrations, we are all vibrations. And in order to attract more of the vibrations that you desire, it starts right here with tuning into the vibration that you're holding. And so when you start to find, you know, wow, I'm really excited for when X, Y, and Z happens and I can, I know how it's going to feel and this, that, and the other. And wow, actually in this moment, I can feel already this starting to happen and I can feel the freedom that I have because I'm no longer realizing that I have to stay stuck in a relationship or a job or whatever it is that I don't like. And I can actually start to expand my perspective of how I'm actually free in this moment and I'll continue to be free. And you know, you can go along with this thought pattern and habit and I think that this is really important that the letting go starts here and now. That the letting go and that the getting more of what you want starts by recognizing all the things that you already have. Because once upon a time, where you are today was a dream at some point in your life. And as we're continuing to expand and evolve, we keep dreaming and we keep expanding and so too does our vision of who we are and what we want and what is possible. And so I feel that that's like a super key piece for anyone who's listening to this and who's wanting to continue to apply this knowledge is start with where you are now and start really appreciating and feeling into how can I feel good now? And from that place of feeling good, be inspired to know that I can feel even better.
1: How fragile is a life that is good on the outside when everything Mm. is just so Mm. it's so fragile right if anything moves or changes if the wind blows if someone coughs Mm -hmm. it falls apart right but if your state is managed and stable internally if you are feeling good on the inside if you like who you are if you're proud happy Mm. satisfied and fulfilled with your reality on the inside it doesn't matter what's going on externally. You're still going to feel that way. So from my perspective, whilst it takes longer to really figure out what makes you feel good on the inside, it's so much more stable. And then you can be anywhere in the world, or surrounded by any people or any situation. Doesn't matter what's in your bank account. Doesn't matter whether it's raining. Like for me, that's true freedom to be in a place Regardless of what is going on externally, yeah. I feel good. If I can manage my state, let go in any situation, and still feel good, that is mastery. That is freedom, and that's also mm, belonging mm-hmm. to ourselves. Absolutely, I right? hope so. That
0: I hope. So I'm curious. Okay, so I feel one of the things that is really important when I do these Facebook lives is to I feel that a lot of people are seeking these tools and are seeking this. They're starting to wake up. Anybody that's tuning into this right now. It's amazing that if you're on this frequency, you're looking for the tools, you're looking for the answers. And this is just universe coming at the right time, a synchronicity to speak to you. And one of the things that I love to do is not just talk about theory. And this is what I love about you as well. We are practical women. We have one foot in the spiritual world, as you said, and one foot on the earth. And so for those people who are listening and have been listening What tools, I know we've given a lot already, but what tools would you say to anyone who is ready to fully start owning this and start practicing this, getting more of what you want by letting go? What
1: would you give them that they could start with? Okay. So first up is I'm going to give you a disclaimer. The things I'm going to share with you are simple. They're free. They require no teacher. They require no signing up for Amanda's programs or my programs or anything, right? These are the simplest tools in the book, right? The first one is to really understand how to shift your state by meditating. There are tons of different ways to meditate. Sometimes we meditate to literally like do the washing up in our brain and clear out what's in there. So we start with a clean slate. Sometimes we meditate to be able to look from a different perspective, to step out of our own and witness ourselves. Sometimes we step out of ourselves to imagine ourselves or the situation from another perspective. Sometimes we meditate to tune in to our own frequency and our own signature vibration to return back to ourselves. So there's a hundred reasons to meditate. And that's before we even get into like the physiological benefits. So spending some time alone where you get quiet, where you are with your own breath is hugely, hugely powerful. And that is one of the key things that I will always start with, because if you can change your state by slowing everything down and breathing differently. You have something you can use on an airplane, in a busy city, on a beach. It's a really powerful, important tool. The second thing is journaling. And again, you will have heard this being talked about all over the world and and by a 100 different teachers. And again, it's kind of generalized. So there's a lot of different ways to journal. You might journal to empty the chatter in your mind onto a page, screw it up, throw it away, just get rid of it. You might journal to get clear on something. to like write your vision for something, your intention, and like, again, hone in on something and just get it outside, like speak it outside of your head so that you can see and get clearer and clearer. You might journal with prompts to find out how you really feel about something or to dive deeper into the stories that are running underneath or the beliefs that you can't see right now. There are, again, many, many reasons to journal, but those two tools are going to do you so, so well. And the third is to get yourself around minded people and to engage and really be in a place of community over competition, right? So be in a place where you feel safe and you can practice doing some of this stuff. You can start talking from your higher self. You can step into becoming this new you. And you can be around people who are going to love on you and appreciate you and encourage you rather than judging you and making you small and telling you you're wrong, right? So find a tribe, find some people that you can speak this stuff, this new way of being that you're exploring with out loud. And those are my-, mm, my I love three. them, I
0: love them all. I, I would say the same. I really love the last one that you said. I think that that is really understated the power of community, and I feel that that's something that oftentimes people struggle with. You know, a lot of clients who come to me, it's like, I don't know where my tribe is. Like you said, I don't know where my tribe is, and I'm really wanting to step up. And so how can I be supported when I'm ready to make these changes? How can I do that when maybe everyone else around me is still staying stuck in old patterns and habits and stories? And I have a feeling, it's just a feeling, but this is probably why you created your program to help people feel that they have this tribe and this group and this support. Is that part of the reason why?
1: Yeah, really, really part of the reason. And the people that come through, it's so interesting because so many of us feel like that should just be a given, right? We should just have friends. We should just have people that get us and not like all of that stuff. It's entirely different when you are invested to be in that space. Because if you're willing to put down some money, you're willing to say, "Listen, I'm coming to this space, cash in hand. I'm all in. I'm here. I'm showing up, and everybody else who's in that space is too. Then we know we've got a safe container where you can go deep, where you can show up as you, and everybody else is invested as invested as you are. And the people that come and work in my programs in in 360, the accelerator, what they say is it's the safest place on the internet. It's like I feel seen, I feel heard, I can show up vulnerably." The other thing that they often say, and and if you're listening to this, this may be true for you, is like, I don't know that I want to be in a group container because my experience of groups is that I give too much, right? Like I show up and it's all me give, give, giving and no one supports me and no one sees me. And I have news for you. You have to be willing to receive. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to receive support. And so you want to discern the places that you're showing up. And I imagine that the places that you're showing up at the moment, are places where you are over-giving and you're not willing to be received. Absolutely, because it doesn't feel safe for you to be seen, for you to be received, for you to shift and change the role that you're playing. And so coming into a space where that it's really held on the purpose of that container is for you to experiment and to find a balance between give and receive and know that it can shift and change over the course of a month or over the course of a year or however you are showing up. That is so powerful.
0: Mm. I love that you spoke into that. I think it's so important for anyone. Like one thing that I constantly tell people is never, ever, ever have I ever been disappointed or regretted investing in myself. Now, even if I invested in a program or a coach or a teacher or a workshop or whatever, and I wasn't like super thrilled and I walked away being like, eh, or maybe like, Oh, I wasn't, I'm not really sure if that was the the highlights of where I could have you know, invested in, there might've been better programs for me. I still never regretted it because you always learn something and you always learn about yourself. And anytime you spend money on yourself, you're telling yourself on a energetic level, I am worth it. I'm worth my time, my energy, my money. I am worth all of the things that I'm gonna spend on everything and everyone else. And there's something that happens when you start to tell yourself that and you start to energetically spend on that, especially when it comes to personal growth and self-development, it's like you are the safest investment you will ever make because you're never going to let yourself down. Even if someone else or something else lets you down, you won't ever let you down. And I think that, yeah, it's just so beautiful the way you put that. And I couldn't be more aligned with that
1: truth. Thank you. And I see so many people wanting to do strategy and growth before they built a solid foundation, right? Like You want to go, you want to go on like, you know, you're so ready and like, and they want to build and they want to like be seen and they want all of this stuff. And I love that enthusiasm. I really do. But until you have figured out who you really are and learned to like it and appreciate it and like really not care what other people think and like let go of anything other than being true to you and knowing who you are, knowing what your worth is, knowing how to show up, knowing how to articulate it, knowing how to communicate until you have that. The rest of that stuff may very well build you a tall tower, right? You might grow, you might start to have a tribe, you might start to have a vision, you might start to do all of the other things, but it's so fragile. Like I said before, like it can get knocked by someone saying something or you getting sick and needing to take some time off or there's so many things that the most important thing if you're at the beginning of this journey of building a business and an online business at that is to get so comfortable with yourself. The more you know yourself, the more you know your clients, the more you know what you can deliver, the more accurate you can be in saying, yes, I can help you or no, I can't. Like that, It's mm. so, so important. Mm. I
0: love it. I love it. Mm.
1: Oh, Ebony, this has been
0: amazing, honestly, I feel. So for those of you who are watching, this is, I mean, I don't ever plan really anything because I just allow it to flow. And when I feel a connection with someone, I mean, our first conversation, there was just so much alignment and so much fluidity. And it's always such an honor when I can bring on someone who's really showing up in the world in an inspiring way and someone who has the ability to articulate and put into words and help to show what it is or what's possible for other people out there who are looking to also be on their path of personal growth and self-empowerment. So I just want to thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for doing the work that you're doing. Thank you for being the person that you are and being 100% just you and embodying that you and helping by doing that, showing others that they have the ability to do that too, it's really inspiring. And this has been an amazing conversation. And I just feel really, really grateful for this space and for this platform and to be able to do this with you here.
1: Thank you. I totally take that, receive that. I love that. And I know that you and I will do have more conversations about more things because there's so many things that we want to unpack and so many more places where we we have space and intrigue that is similar to one another. So yeah, just thank you for setting this up and being open to having conversations off the cuff.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I want to make sure that if anybody is feeling interested in learning more about you or what you have going on, or if they feel like they're a misfit and they're ready to be a maven, that they have the places to find you. Now, of course, everybody can find you through your Facebook and they can go that way. But how can people find more about you, more about your work
1: or get involved in the things that you're doing? So the best place to come is ebonyallard.com. And that's E-B-O-N-I-E-A-L-L-A-R-D dot com. And I'm also Ebony Allard on Instagram. I'm Ebony Allard across the board because there's only one of me, but I'm always on Instagram. So if you are an Instagrammer, come and say hello, slip into my DMs, give me a hi. We can have a chat that way. Um, And otherwise my programs run year round. Like we do a kind of a bigger launch just before the beginning of each quarter. So we're in kind of launch mode right now, but I don't ascribe to scarcity and making people I feel like they have to sign up now and that they can't tie into their own rhythms. So we keep everything open evergreen and you can find your way into a program and get onboarded whenever feels right for you. So just, yeah, if you're listening to this in like five months time, come join me. Come say hello. That's I love it. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you again for your time and your presence and your energy. And I look forward to how we end up co-creating and collaborating in the future.
1: Me too. And thank you for yeah, staying late. Yeah, my pleasure. It's what I enjoy doing
0: <laughs> it. I'm going to go now to the sauna actually and just, I have like one week left in Thailand. So I'm doing the little bits and bobs that I enjoy doing. So it was a perfect way to end my work day. So thank you again. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you. Adios. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another. To continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.